Hey, it's Justin. I'm the host of The Next Step, found right here on Camino Radio. We are so excited about our full launch coming up in March of 2019. Our goal is to be your source for information, encouragement, and laughter, whether you're a past, present, or future pilgrim, or just a person with a sense of curiosity and a desire to travel. We can't wait to get started. In the meantime, hang out with us as we continue to share some of our favorite stories, along with some great music as we prepare to join you full-time in March, right here on Camino Radio. Hello and welcome to the next step on Camino Radio. Thanks for joining us. We've got some great stories lined up for today and some incredible guests joining us in the studio. We'll also be checking in on the weather across Spain and covering some of the top headlines for Western Europe and around the globe. All that and more starts right now on Camino Radio. One of the greatest things about Germany is the train system, the public transport. So no matter where you go, everything's going to be on time. Everything's clean. Everything's, you know, just smoothly run. So they have this thing called Schönes Wochenende, which is German for beautiful weekend. And you pay, it was 24 Deutschmarks at the time. So I think that's about seven or eight dollars. Right. Mm -hmm. And you just jump on, they're kind of slower moving trains because they have different types of trains in Germany. They have the super fast trains down to the okay. trains that are going to stop uh, every single little town, nook and cranny that they come across. So those are the ones you get on. And you jump on a train, you don't know where it's going to go, but you just go. And you end up in another city, uh, maybe three or four hours away, and you just go have fun there and just celebrate what's ever going on that weekend in that particular city. Because they have a lot of festivals in the summer, uh, just great food, just great, just great, um, just a great environment, really, when just can to we go, go have fun. Justin? That sounds great. I, right? I was thinking about your, your son, actually, your son is, does a lot of traveling by train. Yes, he does, but um, the trains in the U.S. is not exactly legal, <sighs> the way that he gets on these. I've always wanted so. to do that. I'm so jealous of... So he did not do it, you know... Um, Legally, you know, he what they call a traveler in the U.S. and mm-hmm. he traveled around the United States um, by any way. He walked a lot. He uh, people gave him, picked him up on the road and gave him rides. He met groups of people. There are thousands. Did, did of, he walk a lot because he got kicked off the trains and no, and then he had to walk? <laughs> no, I mean, he, you know, he walked until they could find a train that might transport to a certain city where there was more people doing the same things that he was doing. Yeah, so he did that about two or three years, but he's home now. So. Home sweet home. Yes. But he wasn't 16. I mean, I can't imagine an American 16-year-old in today's culture, you know, leaving home ever, you know. I mean, it's they're 25 before they leave home most of the time. So um, at 16 years old, what an adventurous spirit. Hey, guys. This is Connie from The Next Step. Walking in Navarra Oasis Trails is a wonderful albergue awaiting the tired pilgrim. The team at Oasis Trails 
gives a new meaning to the word welcoming. Stop in on your way through and get a taste of what welcome really feels like. Oasis Trails, kilometer 653, Navarra. I'm glad you brought that up. One of the questions that I had for you then after mm-hmm. telling about all of your travels and all of your experience, your international experience, mm-hmm. would you want the same for your daughters? I would not send my 16-year-old by herself to <laughs> anywhere. Um, I just wouldn't. I don't think it's as safe these days. If you had because a son. Of these days. But, but you, if you had a son, would you? Oh, I'd let him loose. No, I, no. I think... <laughs> I think it's it's different. I think um, one of my experiences here is that I let my daughter go to a birthday party, but I was an overseer. You know, I was able to be there. And I did notice that it was a ratio of like 10 boys to one girl. And I was kind of shocked at the ratio. But I think parents of boys worry about just the one boy. But, you know, I think when you have girls, you have to worry about all the boys. And... Uh, <laughs> That's just that's just me. You can call me overprotective, but I just want to be responsible for my kids until they're on their own two feet and know how to make decisions for themselves. So, so traveling, you were saying, do you think this today's culture maybe in traveling is a little bit more dangerous than it used to be? What kind of differences do you see, if any, even if it's just a few? That- I, I think uh, our access to transportation when I was traveling, uh, it was very cheap, very affordable. It was, uh, I think that from Europe, it's different from the U.S. in that traveling is so much more affordable. Mm-hmm. Flights, trains, you know, everything from buses is just way cheaper. So there tends to be that ability more often to go travel wherever you like. Here in the U.S., I think it's different culturally. I think people tend to finish school and put a lot of importance, which is important, on finishing school. And then if you want to have a gap year or a break year and go travel, go backpacking. Often when we were traveling, when I was younger, when I was traveling, I would actually, we would come across many backpacking Americans who were going from hostel to hostel. So it was a great experience to also meet with them, and I'm sure they were having a great time. Uh, but then they, they, they kind of, um, I guess they go to college for their three or four years and... and um, that's where Six they start focusing. Seven. Six or seven, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it can drag on. Yeah, so I think culturally there's some differences, some nuances um, that I guess in my own family, um, we all went to college. We all got a degree. It, it kind of staggered. Um, some of us went straight through college. Some took more than four years to do it. I think all of us took more than four years. We kind of... Yep, I was one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we don't know. I'm 41 now, and I still don't know what I want to do right when I grow up. But um, I think culturally, we'll out. people are here are very focused, career-driven, and much more so maybe than your average Irish person, you know? Uh, I say that because... My brother launched a company here maybe two or three years ago, and he was telling me of the candidates that he was interviewing. He was, can- he was interviewing candidates from the U.S. And, and Ireland. And one of the differences was that a lot of the American students, their resume was complete. You know, they had s- done their degree, but they had served so often in uh, their summers, in their time off, geared towards that degree or that occupation or part of a club or serving others where I think the Irish a lot of the time we just go party for three months you know and thank god we don't have to do college anymore so I think that was a difference um that that actually when I talked to my 21 year old 
I talked to her about if you're going to get a job, try and get it in at least something that you might be working in in a few years' time versus working in a pub like I did, right? Um, so I think that's a difference. Just culturally, we kind of see things a bit differently. And uh, maybe we like to stay younger and not responsible for a bit longer. We don't want to grow up so fast, something like that. That's not just an Irish trait, I don't <laughs> maybe think. Maybe not, right? <laughs> Hey guys, it's Justin from The Next Step on Camino Radio. I wanted to let you all in on a little secret. There is an albergue on the Camino de Santiago that really stands out. Oasis Trails in Villa Mayor de Monjardin is truly exceptional. They are most well known for their spirit of love and their environment of acceptance. Do yourself a favor and stop by Oasis Trails and get a taste of what welcome feels like. Oasis Trails, kilometer 653, Navarra. This is Justin. And Connie. And you're listening to The Next Step. On Camino Radio. We've all got those, right? Just the, just the experience, the big Lebowski. My right. wife doesn't like that movie at all, by the way. <laughs> it's a man movie. It's a man, it's a total That's man okay. movie, yeah. That was actually one of the first movies I made her watch when we were married, but anyway. My wife hates the movies that I like. Well, okay, I, I can pick out some good movies for us, but I have to know that we're watching it for everybody and not just for me. Because if it's for me, I'll pick out those those silly, like the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, <laughs> and I will laugh my head off. I, don't, I could watch it a hundred times and watch it over and over and laugh every single time. Laugh There's, harder in a second funny. time. There's so many nuances in it, right? Right, yeah. right. But she will sit there and stare at me while I'm laughing at this movie and just roll her eyes and say... That is so dumb. I cannot believe you're laughing at that. <laughs> now, I love National Lampoons. Now, there are some dumb movies, like some that I, I just don't find funny, but airplane. I find Chevy. Chip, Chip, no. Well, love Airplane. It. Now, love air, it. now, look, Airplane is a great um, uh, play on words, you know, and mm-hmm. ha- so that's really good. But Surely you can't be serious. <laughs> I am serious. Stop calling me Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, girls don't, we don't like dumb movies. I can tell you what you like. You like really cheesy, sappy love stories. I have stories. all girls like in my drama. house. You like drama? I like drama. As long as there's a love story in it, right? Yeah, I like suspense. Okay. I don't like horror, but I like suspense. So I you know, am, there's a difference. I am not allowed to watch like anything with action, really. To be honest, in this house, I'm overwhelmed with women. Yeah. And so with a wife... <laughs> Two girls living here. Even the dog is laughing at me because she's a girl too, and she gets to watch her movies. But yeah, I don't get to watch any male macho movies here. I'm complaining, by the way. I'm just hopefully <laughs> she okay. can hear this. Can so hopefully my wife can it's a hear safe this. Zone. Nobody yeah. feels bad for you. <laughs> Every one of us are like, yes, we know how that is. We are all living the same thing. I do not pity you at all. But you know, I, I think to a certain extent, the the girls. Um, you know, as a father of girls, when, you, when you're raising girls, you don't raise your voice as much. You can't because um, they tend to break into pieces. So you don't want to bring any of that negativity into the house either. And so there are some movies that I probably watched growing up I probably shouldn't have. You know, they probably sent images into my mind or could have affected me. I don't know how or, or how long term, but um, I don't want to bring that into my, my own home. So I kind of, 
I kind of settle with, I'm settled with that, you know, I've kind of said, okay, it's maybe not a good influence on my kids, so let them watch the love stories and the, the romances and the dramas and the suspenses that are interesting. The only thing I have to say about that uh-huh. is that it's not very realistic as far as relationships go. Yeah. And so we do get let down because our expectations are, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. this is our expectation. And not only that, but even, you know, with you and your wife and how wonderfully y'all get along or don't get along, that too, um, you want that for your children as they get older, but many times our expectations as daughters are, I expect my marriage to be just like my parents' marriage. Yeah, I've, well, I've learned through the community, really, just from visiting with um, friends here, um, that the, the resources they have and the challenges that they have are similar. So a lot of the teaching moments with kids come after they've had a conflict, and you try and help them pick them up and not kind of go hard on them. It's just that's when they need you the most, and that's when you can be there for them and kind of help them through it. And so just be the support for them. And knowing that you have the support of the community as well behind you, kind of giving you good advice, helping you with, um, you know, the challenges that we face as parents, as husbands. Looking at the Camino Radio weather report for the last week of January, we continue to see near freezing temperatures for the week, with much of the Camino Francais expecting rain moving in around Tuesday, while Galician temperatures will remain slightly warmer, dry for the weekend, changing to rain all next week, with highs around 10 degrees centigrade. We will keep you updated on any changes, so stick with us for more of the next step right here on Camino Radio. Time for Ice Cream Party. My name is Loriana. You're listening to Camino Radio. beautiful women who are full of love and acceptance. And I think this generation is ready to put away things that um, some prior generations, you know, when you look at somebody and just, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, Justin, but... Judge? Judge. Judging. You know, they just judge you for um, whatever reason, for what you're wearing. I mean, you can't even smile without having somebody think something of you before they meet you. And I find this this generation is not like that. Mm. They're really willing to to see, mm. let's just meet these people first. Let's just see who this is. And it's created a new joy and a new peace in me. I may, I've, I've come to trust people again. I've come to trust these, these people again. It's been a beautiful process. That's one of the things that I've, I've really enjoyed seeing. Actually, one of the things that I, I, I've seen that's, that's quite unique about these faith communities here is, is, is seeing that just so readily, um, just, just kind of pushed out there. there there's not a lot of... Uh, isolation or division that is 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 brought up there it's it's more of hey why don't you come and join us and i, I think that's just a lovely spirit mm-hmm. to, yeah to have. I, I think one of the things that really sticks out to me now that i'm nine years in alabama that wherever i go i generally bump into people i've met before where that's not always the case when you're traveling a lot you tend to go around from place to place and you don't see familiar faces so it's really um it's warming when you turn the corner and you know someone. And you go, "Hey, how how's it going?" You know, how and you're at the you? grocery store. And I don't gas and I car. don't say top of the morning to you ever. <laughs> All right. We would love that though. <laughs> top of the morning. Yes. Yeah, I just I just like the the community. I think 
one of the things that the community brings is resources. Resources in your growth, whether it be spiritually, economically, financially, um, just serving others. Um, we've been on the receiving end of that, and we also want to give back as well. We want to actually uh, show, now that we're 18 years married, we want to show young couples who are about to get married really some of the pitfalls that they can fall into and give them the tools that they can have as they go into marriage, you know, or uh, just you know, sharing um, good experiences with people, you know, and giving them hopefully some hope for the future, some light, some 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 important tidbits for the future, right? So is this where your experience in visiting the prisons came Yeah, in? so the, the, yeah, the prison uh, ministry, because uh, I do translation. I'm sorry, but that's so interesting. There's yeah. not many people that, that go and, and visit inside of prison. So. Yeah, it was a great experience. I really enjoyed it. It was, it was uh, I did it uh, about three or four weeks ago. I ended up going to a correctional facility here. And uh, yeah, I mean, I just loved pr- um, just talking with the, the, the other um, people that were in there and just getting to share experiences experiences and it wasn't a judgmental environment it was just just getting to know people and sharing lunch with them and just kind of shooting the breeze with them talking about you know their families and I think one of the experiences that kind of really hit home with me is that I get to come home with my families they don't and they have wives and kids and sometimes they're they're ashamed of, of what they've done and they're you know they feel guilty about it and they just want to let their um, families know that that's how they feel and I think they seek forgiveness and would like to forgive as well and that's also a very powerful emotion that they can have uh, within the prison so um, I haven't gone enough to know what keeps them going in there because those iron bars are iron bars and when they close they close and you feel kind of locked in so that said I had a wonderful experience because the people who are they were just sharing their heart for uh, the people who were in prison and just trying to give them hope and light and just share with them a meal. And it was fantastic. I was really encouraged. Let them know that they're not forgotten. Ah, yes. It's so yes. easy to forget when it's you know out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, Justin, one of the things that we came out of it was there was a Hispanic uh, group that were there that we got chatting to. And we realized there was one guy who gets together a lot of the Hispanic inmates together to just share life one day a week. And they've been playing the same music for the last 400 weeks. There's one CD, there's like four songs on it. So you can imagine they might be getting sick of those songs. And, uh, you know, one of the things we said we could do is just kind of Maybe get some music on some CDs and get it over to them. So hopefully we can make that happen. I think that just that little thing makes a huge difference. That'd be great. That'd be great. That yeah. kind of reminds me of those the movies where, you know, the sailors are they're all by themselves on the on their sailboat in the middle of the ocean and they watch that same DVD over and over <laughs> and over. You can quote it. Thanks for joining us. You are listening to Camino Radio. Excited to be a part of Camino Radio, your go-to source for information, encouragement, and laughter. Hang out with us as we prepare to launch full-time in March. 
see you soon right here on Camino Radio. Cross Country is, is going to be a show on, uh, on what Camino, what, what kind of Camino or Caminos are yes. you going to be doing it on? So we don't want to limit it to one, but it was inspired by the Jesus Trail in Israel. Yes. So that'll be kind of what it is surrounded by or around, but then it'll kind of give us the ability to talk about all different kinds of trails. The Abraham Path is over there. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good. That's so good. So it'll give us some options, but that will be what it's based on. So the Jesus Trail is actually a really new Camino Mm -hmm. that I don't think is it. It's not more than 10 years old, is it? Uh, it's not, no. Okay, it's yeah, I, I want to say, I want to say that it was just developed about five years ago. Mm-hmm. That sounds, that sounds about right to me. But, um, no, oh, that's so exciting. I hear they've, they've done a lot of good work in, uh, building up that trail. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it's, it's actually a, a rather short trail. Right. Um, it's 60, 60 kilometers? I, around that, yeah, 60, 62, I think. Okay, all right. Around that. Um, and I think they have it uh, planned out for to be a little four day walk. So mm-hmm. that's that's not that's not a lot of walking every day. It's not a lot of walking. I think it's like the perfect amount of time if you want to do something that's a little bit of a challenge. You want to get out and kind of see some new landscape, but it doesn't take, you know, a week or two weeks. It's just a good little trip. Yeah, that's so good. But there's a lot of history in those there short is. little four days. Mm-hmm. Wow, a lot of a lot of. Uh, yeah, a lot of uh, wars that have gone through there, still going mm-hmm. through there, and um, a lot of biblical history. So right. if you're a, a reader of the, the Bible, mm-hmm. then there's a lot of stuff that would pertain. Or even if you're not, the Quran mm-hmm. has, is all based out of that, that same area. Mm-hmm. Um, the Torah, of course. Right. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah, the three ma- like, I mean, major religions, especially over there. So um, believers in Christ. I mean, it, a lot of their history revolves around those areas, the stops that we make. You have a lot in Islam that kind of factors into some of the areas. And then you have, in, you know, Judaism, like the, or the Torah, uh, a lot of those places are kind of involved in that. So it kind of hits on the three major religions in the area and then also just globally. And uh, you are planning a trip over there yourself to go back yes. for... December? December? That is the plan, December, yes. If you can wait that long. If I can wait that long. I've been looking up plane tickets, though. Fingers, crossing my fingers that I can find something earlier. But if not, that is the goal, December. That's so good. This year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but in this time, you're actually going to be leading a group. I am. That's, yes. That's what, so I, when I went back in 2016, I was kind of a part of a group. But my hopes this time is to lead a smaller group to kind of get some practicing down, get add a few little extra stops that I made or that I didn't get to make the time before and just um, kind of take our time and walk through the path and maybe check out some other areas like Petra, which is in Jordan, maybe hop over to Egypt. We're going to just try to get in as much as we can in that trip. That's awesome. New year, new you kind of thing, yes. right? That's awesome. New year, new me. Overlooking the hills of Galicia, Casa Riamonte is a wonderful place to start the Camino Finisterra. Ten kilometers outside of Santiago, this home is more than the albergue, offering a full kitchen, outdoor barbecue, and sun patio. All recently renovated with modern decor, 
Choices from full suites to community accommodations are available, making this stop the ultimate in flexibility. Casa Riamonte, 10 kilometers outside Santiago, Galicia. question sure being that you know your trip is a month from now and it's not like you've really even had a lot of time to plan because you kind of jumped on those tickets when you saw them would you have done that in the past if you had never been on the Camino trail would you have been so quick to just kind of do it and go or do you feel like because you've you've walked that trail before you just felt more confident to not have to put as much time into the the planning of your trip so because I have, uh, because I've been quite a few times, I've I've learned that it's actually better for me personally. Maybe it's not better for everyone, but for me personally, it's better to go without plans. Mm-hmm. I know that, that that I will always find a place to stay, and I know that I will always find something to eat. Mm-hmm. And outside of those two things, and the clothes that I bring on my back, there's not very many necessities that I need to keep myself alive. Right. And uh, I, I kind of just let the, let, the, let, the, let the trail guide me and, uh, you know, follow the arrows. And when I get tired, I stop. And when I get hungry, I eat, mm-hmm. kind of like Forrest Gump. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, I, um, I, I don't need a lot of preparation for this, particular, for this particular walk. Not to say that it's possible for mm-hmm. anything else, but I know that this one, even going in February, there will be something open. There won't be a lot of people on the trail. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's because it's colder, like just the climate is a little bit tougher to walk in. and Right. The, so, yeah, the weather is not conducive. Um, it, is, it is colder, especially mm-hmm. crossing the mountains there in the Pyrenees. Um, and uh, there's also, you know, it's Christmas time, so people go see their families during Christmas right. time. And uh, any vacations they had and went then, now they're going to spend the rest of their vacation. Or now, they're, now they have to go back and pay for the you know, go back to work to pay for the vacations that they just took <laughs> right. and go and save up money for the next vacations in the summer. So it's, um, yeah, typically the walk-in season you'll see is between March and October. Okay. Give or take. But um, a lot of people walk it in, in those, in those what is that, nine months, eight months time span. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, we saw the numbers came out in December for the final, the final totals. We had 327,000 people. Wow. That finished up in Santiago, and got picked up their their certificate. That's awesome. So they give you a certificate for finishing it. They do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the way that it works is you um, you you have a little they, they call it a passport, mm-hmm. and you get stamps in it each day, and it shows that you've walked. You you, you have been walking, mm-hmm. and so um, by the end of your in the end of your journey, you've got all these different stamps that are unique to each of the hotels or the hostels or the restaurants or the cafes or wherever it is that you stop Mm -hmm. and uh it just it you know it it proves that you you did walk you walked that far and as long as you walk i think it's i want to say it's a hundred kilometers i could be wrong it could be a hundred miles um i think now that i think about it i think it might be a hundred miles um but as long as you walk that much then you get a certificate Mm -hmm. so the people that picked up their certificates um they, uh, yeah, it's it's not necessarily required, but yeah, the, the people that, that wanted to, they picked up certificates mm-hmm. um, when they finished up. 
Cool. Yeah, it's very interesting. Very nice. It's a yeah, great journey. But um, I'll be, I don't think I'm going to make it all the way to Santiago. I've only got, I think, uh, right at three weeks. Okay. And it's, you really need um, four and a half to five wow. to, to finish it up from, from where I'm starting. And that's like how, like what kind of pace is that working? With? I mean, uh, I mean, not your actual walking pace, but I mean, how, how do you break that up per day? About 30 to 35 kilometers every day. Um, some people do more. I've heard of people doing upwards to 50 kilometers a day, but typically I keep it around around 30 to 35, and is it keeps about break? 20 miles. Is that a, okay, 20 miles a day. About wow. 20 miles every day. So that's like a brisk walk? <laughs> um, well, it's not. You don't have to, you don't, it, I, I have made that mistake before to try and make it brisk, mm-hmm. uh, but it it never really helps me in, in any way other than I was just more stressed. Mm. So my best way to walk Camino is to take to go slow, right. stop as often as I want to, mm-hmm. enjoy the little things around me, and um, and don't be so focused on the the goal, the deadline for the day, or or you know the stopping place for the afternoon. Um, usually, you you finish it in a, in maybe six hours, um, but I would rather take eight or ten hours to walk it and stop for a breakfast and a lunch and a mm-hmm. dinner and a snack and a coffee and, you know, just sit and, and look at a waterfall or, you know, a mountaintop or something, mm-hmm. then, uh, then try and rush and get to the next town. Well, they always say the best type of trip is when you're going with the mindset of being flexible. So mm. th- that sounds like kind of what you're doing. Sure. And sure. that's the best people to travel with, people who are flexible, who don't let, you know, who aren't so rigid with their plans there's no allowance for new sites or things that maybe would knock them off of their normal time frame. Sure. You're able to kind of roll with the punches a little bit more. So I would suggest anyone that, that is walking the community of Santiago during busy season, I'd recommend making reservations um, maybe a couple of days in advance. Okay. Um, when uh, we walked the Camino Portugues, I, I had an idea of when I wanted to arrive to Santiago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew that it was going to be busy and it was going to be difficult to get an albergue there. It was going to have a difficult mm-hmm. time getting a place to stay, um, at least close to the finishing point. Um, there was there was a Camino when I had finished and I would gotten to Santiago and there was no place to stay at all in the city. I had to get a taxi and ride several kilometers outside oh, of wow. town to get to a place to stay for the night. So um, I would... I, I, I wouldn't want to to do it to book it months in advance mm-hmm. because I do want to have that flexibility as I'm walking. Mm-hmm. But as I'm as I've maintained a pace and I see that things are going well and I'm going to be there in maybe three or four days, I would go ahead and and try and find a, a internet cafe or or something to make a reservation. Okay. Hey guys, this is Connie from the Next Step. Walking in Navarra, Oasis Trails is a wonderful albergue awaiting the tired pilgrim. The team at Oasis Trails gives a new meaning to the word welcoming. Stop in on your way through and get a taste of what welcome really feels like. Oasis Trails, kilometer 653, Navarra. Looking at the Camino Radio weather report for the last week of January, we continue to see near-freezing temperatures for the week, with much of the Camino Francais expecting rain moving in around Tuesday, while Galician temperatures will remain slightly warmer, dry for the weekend, changing to rain all next week, with highs around 10 degrees 
updated on any changes, so stick with us for more of the next step right here on Camino Radio. Hey, that's a, uh, you know, there, there is a, uh, there's a great feeling. There is a great feeling when that new year hits. Mm-hmm. And I mean, realistically, there's nothing really special about it transpiring from one day to another. I mean, the sun went down on the 31st and it came back up on the 1st, just like it did the other 365 days of the year. But you wake up the next day, you wake up on the 1st and there's this feeling of freshness, of, yeah. of newness, mm-hmm. of getting to start over. Um, I like that. I like that a lot. I mean, who doesn't like a, a fresh start every now and then? Yeah, but you know what? Growing up, my mom always told me that you know, I'd be stressed out at nighttime or feeling homesick or whatever it was. In the evenings, it always felt worse. But my mom would always be like, go to bed and wake up in the morning and it's a new day. And I feel like we should kind of take the whole new year concept and apply it to each day. So that you're still kind of reliving that new you um, idea, but you're able to do it each day and you're not allowing yesterday's frustrations, mistakes, to kind of write that next day. Absolutely. And that's what my New Year's, I think, resolution is for me, is just to leave what happened that day in that day and then start fresh the next day. So you make resolutions. Yeah. Every now, like, they're more casual resolutions. Like, me- okay. I mean, meaningful, yes. Weight, like, you know, eating healthy is very meaningful. But for me... I guess I don't struggle as much with that area. So to me, it's more of like a personality, character, building, mindset sure. type of resolution that I try to make. That's good. That's yeah. good. I mean, I, I, I did the same thing. I didn't make a specific resolution. Like I'm, I, didn't, I didn't say, okay, now this I'm going to only do this or I'm only going to not do this anymore. But I did wake up with a new sense of, Hey, let's see if we can do life a little bit better, mm-hmm. you know, not for any other reason than just growth. You right. know, I just, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed 2018. 2018 was a great year for me. Mm-hmm. Um, what was, was the best part of your 2018? What was the peak? I, I want to say that it was, it kind of grew from through all year and it just, every day was better than the next. I know wow, that sounds so that's awesome. <laughs> Cliche. <laughs> There's probably so many people that hate me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. He's terrible, but really, I, I really enjoyed our Christmas. Mm. Um, oh yeah, I remember you telling me that we had an an outstanding Christmas. Now we had four different Christmases we had to go to, so we were very very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, had to you know, there's different families, different you know, go to different some you know, grandma's house and grandpa's house and and all these different you know Christmas times and dinners and and presents exchanges and whatnot. But we just really had a. Okay, I'm a, I have a confession to make. Mm. We nailed it this year. We were really good at Christmas. <laughs> That's it just seemed awesome. like every one of the gifts that we bought were just perfect. But that is so refreshing because most of the time when you talk to people, they're like, "Oh, I'm just exhausted." Or don't get me wrong, we were ready for it to be yes. over, a hundred percent. But it, we, I mean, we just did really good at it this That's year. That's awesome. Um, we're, we were good Christmasers. Yeah, we can we can make that. that. That's a real. <laughs> that's a real word. After serving the pilgrims on the Camino de Santiago for 20 years, La Fuente del Peregrino has perfected hospitality. Our friends at La Fuente del Peregrino know how to make pilgrims feel loved. Stop by in the town of Ligonde, enjoy the community, and 
give in to their exquisite home-cooked meal. This albergue is truly one to look forward to. La Fuente del Peregrino, kilometer 75, Lugo. This is Justin. And Connie. And you're listening to The Next Step. On Camino Radio. Thanks for hanging out with us for The Next Step on Camino Radio. We're going to take a break and we'll be back with you a little later. But stay tuned in. We've got Hannah coming up now with Cross Country. Right here on Camino Radio. Camino Radio. 